you are a bricklayer. That's right. You're in construction. You own a company, contracting company, big or small, doesn't matter. But you are a bricklayer. But you don't really open yourself up to, you know, general business, so to speak, mainly because you have a few quote unquote clients that give you all the business you ever need. And that business is coming from, again, what you would refer to as the elites, the super rich, the ultra rich, you name it. Now, you're a bricklayer and you are asked to place again, obviously, when you lay bricks, it needs to be symmetrically, it needs to be perfectly on top of the other or else, of course, there's going to be issues. And based on, you know, physics and gravity and things like that, it's not going to come out to the way in which the person that hired you would have liked for it. So point being is that you're about to place one brick on top of another. Okay. And you're doing your job. You've been hired by these elites and you're well known within that circle. And they always use you. You're their brick laying guy. Okay. Because they trust you. You, every time you go to one of their properties, you're escorted around by security, by ex, uh, uh, elite snipers, things like this. And I know some of you may be giggling at that example, but it's real. It does happen. So anyways, point being as you're placing one brick on top of the other, all right. What you end up noticing is that there seems to be some type of energetic or sort of anomalistic phenomenon. Maybe it's, you know, gravity, electromagnetism. You're not sure what it is, right? You sort of study science on your spare time because you're into it, but you're a bricklayer. That's what you do. That's what you're, you've always known since you were young, right? And you place the brick over top of the other one, but as you do so and it gets closer to the other brick, let me use my hand as an example here, the top brick starts to shake, right as you're about to place it on top of the other one, but eventually it ends up going on top. However, the example I give here with respects to that brick shaking before it goes on to the, the, the one beneath it represents what is happening to all of us right now, which speaks to a much larger picture of that of the multiverse, that of the, again, reptilians uh, uh, feeding off of loose energy, and of course, again, fractals, fractal physics, you name it. Now, before we jump into this, I would just like to say that we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Generation Z. We have multiple different tiers and packages for those that maybe are a little bit hesitant, you're not sure what you want to delve into, and you don't want to spend that much money. Totally understandable. However, I would just like to give a very friendly reminder that it is the only way in which the show continues to stay supported. I am extremely grateful for those that choose to sign up, and even for those that cannot, I totally understand not to worry. Now, let's delve right into it. So, The Devil's Gate, using Centaur AI to activate cube wetwork acceleration and in brackets ethereal software now the word software in brackets is in quotes or at least it should be if i can fit that into the title there on youtube because again it's referring to the larger concept that what we view currently in our modern day you know um day-to-day -day tasks of using our phone our laptop and what have you that is software that we know it but what if there's a different type of software so to speak right relative to our perception and understanding of again the english language right deriving from latin so let's um let me minimize my screen here and for those that are on Patreon, you'll be seeing this 24 or 48 hours before uh, it actually goes public. So again, for those that uh, that are on Patreon, please forgive me if I sound like I'm a broken uh, saying some things over and over because those on Patreon are more familiar with uh, with the terms than that of the public. But let's delve into it. Now, first and foremost, I'd like to give a shout out to someone who I do not know yet, but I, I'm very um, interested in interviewing him, Alexi. Now, this is his website, if I'm not mistaken, LuciusLabs.com. And we see here we're in the 5D multiverse section. And what I really like about the way in which Mr. Alexi laid out all of this here is the way in which we can look at some examples of what the universe is comprised of. Now you might be saying, Dave, I came here to get into the nitty gritty rabbit hole aspects of things. Yes, folks, I promise we will get there. So let's take a look. 
Here, Alexi takes us step-by-step step through a series of five books to show that our universe isn't really expanding. Our perceptions are being stretched as we orbit a greater, greater center with an acceleration towards center at light speed. So, again, I'm not going to get too, you know, word salad -y. At least I'm, not gonna, I'm going to try not to. I'm not going to get overly philosophical. But there was something that was recently said, okay? And this was a conversation between uh, Mr. Alexi, whose website we're looking at here, Artisan Tony, which, by the way, Tony, thanks for coming on the show. Great channel that he has. Um, Chris Lito and Lou Elizondo. I'm, I forgot which one of those gentlemen said it, but it was just a conversation about, you know, again, what is life? What is this universe? The theories of everything. What is all around us? You know, consciousness. What comprises all of that? And one thing stuck to me. Please forgive me. I forgot who said this, but someone said, we've always been going off the presumption of the philosopher's concept of... I think, therefore I am, okay? Many of you have heard that. You don't need to be into philosophy to hear that. We've been taught that, I think, in school as well, metaphysics. I think, therefore I am. That is a sort of focal point of confirmation for us spiritually. However, what if it's reversed? What if it's I am, therefore I think? Which would explain how the universe may not be expanding with respects to the way in which we perceive physicality within current physics. However... It may actually explain how it is expanding relative to our perception, which we then need to recreate the definition of perception. Because again, we have to understand the, the terminologies used from the English language derive from Latin. And if we subscribe to the possibility of ETs shape-shifting and things like this and influencing our our society and our culture in a negative format over X amount of years or millennia, we have to consider these things. So take a look at this. Your influence in space discusses the evolution of the human senses. We see that the speed of light is a limitation to human perception and not reality. We need to understand this as well. The Doppler shift is then examined, which leads us into the concept of space preparation. This shows us that empty space must first prepare itself before matter can manifest into reality. From here, we see gravity and momentum spirit diagrams to show the pacing nature associated with wants, don't wants, assumptions, and expectations expectations and their relationship to the health of your quantum manifestation all right we discuss uh, conscious uh, projection uh, pr projections as well as space preparation we also discuss the concept of the magic square turned magic sphere in relationship to the mind body and spirit diagrams i couldn't help but think personally uh, mr alexi that this has to do with again with what graham hancock said on joe rogan a few years back um pertaining to again the mayans if i'm not mistaken or the sumer the sumerians squaring the, the circle as they would call it or squaring the cube please forgive me right and again it also seems to be reminiscent of that of what is seen within craft right within a, a more higher altitudes by air force pilots but anyways take a look at this the liquid state universe describes the universe as if it is all light we see that matter forms at nodes of overlapping electromagnetics we don't really move through space but more so manifest through space as matter blips in and out of solidity interesting again that this would subscribe to that of us moving going higher but not sorry moving up but not ex moving up in height if you check out the previous live stream that we that we looked at this leads into electrogravitics and gravitational lensing as forms of faster than light travel from here we see that matter has a natural mode of manifestation this implies that each being has a golden spot of creation 
all right what's interesting here is that we notice from here we see that matter has a natural node of manifestation let's try and reinterpret that if you will and i'm not trying to be all mumbo jumbo make connections where there aren't any but point being would that not subscribe to that of a simulation proposal or that of a video game which we looked at in previous not only uh, uh public episodes but even more so in members only episodes patreon.com slash generation z simply because again this would justify or at least bring substantial evidence to corroborate what people like brandy rena um uh, uh, nat kevin um lewis have been speaking of even scott thank you so much brother in the concept that we are living in a video game and just like the holodeck in star trek if we don't turn around to look at what's behind us it has not rendered for us relative to perception so is that reality if it hasn't rendered you see what i'm saying guys so sorry for the uh for the constant uh, for the constant rambling just wanted to make sure that we understood that that concept there now let's take a look at timeout.com exploring devil's gate a portal to hell in pasadena okay now what's interesting here is that here are the only facts that we know again timeout.com and i quote devil's gate lent its name to a nearby dam and gated channel constructed in 1920 to control the now feeble floodwaters from the san gabriel mountains but fall down the rabbit hole of a paranormal enthusiast and you'll find a few common threads involving alistair crowley l ron hubbard and jack parsons the infamous jet propulsion laboratory co-founder as, as for those on patreon you'll know that again this whole concept of magic for those that are not even into the woo-woo side of things so to speak physics substantiates what we can call magic and also sorry one last thing i wanted to mention going back here these circles does this not remind us again of the concentric circles particularly for those on patreon or that of again the zone of proximal development that the phenomenon seems to be doing with respects to interacting with us but as jacques valet says it gets close to the point in which we can understand and experience the phenomenon but not into a point in which we can render it with our current sensors or our current uh, senses excuse me right anyways we'll see here as well as mentions of Native American lore, Moonchild rituals, and even the Seven Gates of Hell. All right. So again, we see Aleister Crowley, the infamous occultist, L. Ron Hubbard, the infamous Scientologist, and Jack Parsons. All right. Now, what we'll find is that there are deep energetic connections. As we see here, the trail starts at the end of La Canada Verdugo Road, a perfectly pleasant cul-de-sac that gives way to a bleak path across the dam. I'm already feeling silly at this point. There's nothing more than a dried up riverbed and some majestic concrete arches. You can even see the top of the so-called satanic rock from the top of the dam. But interestingly enough, what you will notice here is that, again, this person says, there's nothing more than a dried up riverbed and some majestic concrete arches. That's all you would need with respect to conducting physics from a topologist perspective. In my humble opinion, I'm not saying that is a fact, but again, you know what's interesting about this? This right here, what this journalist is saying, saying, oh, I'm already feeling silly. Why is he feeling silly? Because he's reporting on something that nothing is there. But how is nothing there? Didn't, how does he know that for sure? Or how does she know that for sure? Did we not just look at, again, these different theories of perception, like loading and rendering in a video game? Not only that, but exactly what this journalist is describing here. I can't believe this has been in front of our face for so long. I can't believe I didn't catch this earlier. But... What this person, this journalist is writing in the highlighted words I have here describes this right here, wikipedia.org, the many body problem. The many body problem is a general name for a vast category of physical problems pertaining to the properties of microscopic systems made of many interacting particles. 
Microscopic here implies that quantum mechanics has to be used to, pr to pr provide an accurate description of the system. Interesting, again, how quantum mechanics, correlations and entanglement and wave functions seem to be corroborating and cu cu coming back, excuse me, to the concept of understanding the theory of everything so to speak, right? Interesting how it seems to be coming back to this, but for some reason on the surface, quote unquote, we can't harness quantum entanglement or quantum energy. Oh, really? Interesting. We can't, right? Okay. Well, let's take a look at this right over here. Forbes.com. Centaur Labs gets $15 million to improve data for healthcare AI. September 3rd, 2021. Now again, keep this in mind. Centaur Labs, as in the title. Let's also keep in mind Devil's Gate in Pasadena. All right, let's also keep that in mind as well. Now, take a look at this. Artificial-intelligence.cioreview.com. Reconciling the AI-human conflict with the Centaur model. All right, the Centaur model is bringing the once mythological human hybrid into reality. All right, so what we'll find here is that one of the biggest proponents of the Centaur model is, has been the Department of Defense. Its, its heads would like to see the concept deployed with the aim of merging AI and human capabilities to achieve quicker responses in war. The Pentagon is looking to Silicon Valley to help develop the technology necessary for such groundbreaking measures. Okay, now you might be saying, Dave, you're making connections where there aren't any. Just bear with me, please, folks. This is going to reveal, so to speak, an underground network, if you will, literally and metaphorically and energetically. Pas the Devil's Gate is in Pasadena, California. Interesting that, again... Those within government always look to those in Silicon Valley for help with respects to technology, particularly with AI, as we've seen with Project Carrot that we've covered so many times on this show before. Now, here's what's interesting. Take a look at this. PoliticalVelcraft.org. All right. I'd like to quote something right over here. Opposite of the New World Order totalitarianism is subsidiarity, a.k.a. liberty. All right. Pope Francis reminds us of the principle of sub subsidiarity. What happens with politics? Let's keep in mind the principle of subsidiarity, which grants freedom to develop the capabilities present at every level of society, while also demanding a greater sense of responsibility for the common good from those who wield greater power. This was said by Pope Francis. Think of Pope Francis as you will. All right. But take a look at this again. What happens with politics? Let us keep in mind the principle of subsidiarity, which grants freedom to develop the capabilities present at every level of society while also demanding a greater sense of responsibility for the common good. Interesting, isn't it? I have to be careful with my words because this is a public episode. But does that not remind us again of what's happened in the last couple years within society? Freedom to develop capabilities, or rather not freedom, the illusion of freedom relative to what we were looking at here pertaining to the perception of things. Okay, I'm not trying to get political, but I can't help but make that connection. All right? Which then brings us back to the same problem, whether it's politically, scientifically, esoterically, you name it, which is the many-body problem. Oh, how convenient. Science is now stagnated again which means that there's only three dimensions, which means that there's only, you know, you can't do anything in uh, anything outside of what we currently know. How convenient, right? Now, you might be saying, Dave, why are you bringing this up with respects to activating a cube wet work acceleration and in brackets, ethereal software? Okay, so 
let's take a look at this right over here. I'd like to thank Brandy for this. Uh, I've been using this website quite a lot, actually, for reference. Um, magicofthought.com. Connecting to ethereal software. Now, you remember what I said about 10 minutes ago about how we perceive software being on our phones, laptops, you name it, but it may in fact be whatever you want to call the vibrational strings, uh, strings excuse me, of energy all around us. Well, notice this. Focus on the sigil on the opposite page for 15 to 60 seconds. This is instructions on how to activate this software. Now, keep in mind already, put aside the symbols here seeming, uh, seeming to be similar to that of Project Carrot and different symbolisms that, you know, uh, DOD whistleblowers have allegedly leaked and things like that. Put that aside for a second, okay? What we'll notice here, again, is that this has to do with what Dan Winters, relative to the re recent live stream we did on the advanced session with Ani Riel, talks about pertaining to expanding the wave and intent not only that but this also has to do with topology okay which allegedly again is something that is you know eh, pseudoscientific it's not really touched on it's it's iffy it depends take a look at this the whole thing is one sigil each symbol that makes it up is independently bound to the ethereal software then combined into the sigil for redundancy there's no particular technique to looking at the sigil but focus on it don't just glance on it Focusing for longer won't do any harm, but shouldn't be necessary. It is talking about activating this ethereal software on the sigil using these symbols. All right, but take a look at this. The software will connect to you, but it will wait for a command before doing anything else. You may not even notice the connection, especially if you're new to magic. That's fine. We'll teach you some commands in a minute. Now, before we go on, I just want to say very quickly as well that we'll notice here that for those that are saying, Dave, what do you mean this software? What, where do, can I touch it? Can I feel it? You can feel it with respects to intuition and entropy, something that, again, entropy was thought to be pseudoscientific a handful of years ago, and now all of a sudden is scientific. And what, what film I would advise you folks to look at to describe entropy the greatest? The film Tenet. It's, it's, it's not simple, it's complicated, but again, it's, it's very, I would dare to say this is sort of the best way in which to do so. Now, some people think that activating this ethereal software tends to be able to activate, again, this, this mind control grid. You're not really activating the harmonics of the planet because you have a mind control frequency grid or maybe multiple of them over top the natural one, right? Which goes back to the example I gave at the beginning of the brick being placed on top of the other one, right? With that little bit of a resistance at first. Sort of like when you try and push a positive and uh, negative charge of a magnet against each other. It's that same concept. Now, here's what we'll find. The Centaur AI from the Pentagon, okay? The, the program in which they want to keep pushing for, which is, again, the synchronization of human and AI intermergence. Make of that as you will. Uses ethereal software, okay, from the quantum physics level using microtubules in the brain. And how do we know this? Well... Take a look at this, ScienceDaily.com, January 16, 2014. <laughs> so this is nothing new, folks. Discovery of quantum vibrations in microtubules inside brain neurons supports controversial theory of consciousness. Oh, really? Controversial, really? As Sir Roger Penrose proposed many years ago, it might have been quote-unquote controversial because it was too early for the masses. But again, going back to the concept of concentric circles and what we see that we know to be fractal cosmology right? Maybe magic is just science we cannot understand within this realm. Or even greater than that, it is all science or all magic relative to the ethereal software topologist perspective that needs to be expanded and shrunk again in order for that 
that motion of entropy to be, I guess you could say, re, um, reinvigorating itself. So there is no beginning nor no end. I'm sorry if I'm confusing some of you. I, I, I know this seems like a bit much. But anyways, we need to then look at fractal cosmology. Then we're going to get into the real, real nitty gritty things of all of it. In physical cosmology, fractal cosmology is a set of minority cosmological theories which states that the distribution of matter in the universe or the structure of the universe itself is a fractal across a wide range of scales. More generally, it relates to the usage or appearance of fractals in the study of the universe and matter. A central issue in this field is the fractal dimension of the universe or of matter distribution within it when measured at very large or very small scales. All right. Now, again, for those that want to get a, a bit of a visualization of fractals, take a look at this. You're going to see why I'm bringing all of this up shortly, folks. Please forgive me if I'm confusing you. Now, again, fractals, it expands. We can think of Dan Winter, you know, the spinner, the wheel. We can think of Anu Saro with the concept of, again, etymology, constantly re referencing these angles of geo, um, geometric, I guess you could say, uh, sanctity, if you will, and all of that. And I'd like to thank, of, of course, Ani and Dan for their contributions to the Gen Z community. Now, this is when it gets really interesting. Okay, so we see here. Microtubules and quantum entanglement, a possible basis for memory and consciousness. All right. Now we see here that the first level of neural interaction would include quantum entanglement among tubulins of the same microtubule, as is the case for all molecules. In neurons, tubulins exist in a crowd molecular environment and perturb other molecules as they undergo chemical and physical changes. All right, I'm going to stop there because I'm not trying to confuse anybody with word salads, you name it. Now, this is when it's going to get real interesting. So keep in mind the concept of microtubules in quantum physics, fractals, again, devil's gate, and what the Pope said about subsidiarities. All right. Ironically enough, subsidi subsidiaries seemingly a close word to that of, again, the, the, the concept of using smaller companies to carry out different orders, if you will. And speaking of carrying out orders, when I say in the title, the Devil's Gate, using Centaur AI to activate cube wetwork acceleration. All right, this is when it's going to come full circle, so you don't think I'm a crazy uh, tinfoil hatter, so to speak. You see this right here, folks? Now, tell me if I'm crazy. I'm pushing it a little bit, but I don't care because this needs to get out there in my humble opinion. So Nancy Pelosi at the State of the Union, she did that very weird rubbing her knuckles clapping thing, right? Okay. Long story short, Lindsey Graham tweets out, is there a Brutus in Russia? Is there a more successful Colonel Stauffenberg in the Russian military? The only way this, this uh, exists for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing our country and the world a great service. And at the end of the State of the Union speech, Biden says, go get him, right? Right after Nancy Pelosi or at the same time that Pelosi's rubbing her knuckles in a strange way, right? Now we see here, she seems to be doing the wet work symbol. Now, according to Wikipedia, wet work is a euphemism for murder or assassination that alludes to spilling blood. All right. The, and I quote, the intelligence service became infamous as a subcontractor for the KGB and earned a grim reputation for its particular expertise in, quote, wet work, the assassination of enemies, end quote. Again, this is Andrew Higgins, New York Times, December 25th, 2013. This is not like a, from 100 years ago or something. Now, the WikiLeaks wet works email was sent four days before Justice Scalia's death. Again. I'm not trying to say that something is there when it isn't. I'm really, I really do mean this in a genuine way. 
decide for yourselves, folks. And what I mean by that is, again, you have lots of eyes on the State of the Union that recently occurred. You have Pelosi and everyone focusing, why is she doing that? Did we ever think maybe it's possible that they wanted this to go viral? Because they wanted Pelosi's clip of doing this to go viral. Why? Because using ethereal software, the manifestation of your intent relative to working on a large, large sigil that the elites seem to be attempting, using the Centaur, um, Centaur uh, program from the Pentagon, merging AI with that of, na or attempting to at least, with that of natural, I guess you could say, genetic soul beings, if you will, seems to be doing exactly that. And we can corroborate this, why, or how, excuse me, with this right over here, October 2nd, 2019, Vice.com. Did Canada just admit UFOs are real with a new coin? A UFO reportedly crashed near a small Canadian fishing village in the 1960s. Now, the Shag Harbor incident is becoming commemorated by the Royal Canadian Mint. Which is interesting because the Canadian government has issued a limited edition glow-in-the-dark coin to commemorate one of Canada's most important historical events. A UFO crash. The Royal Canadian Mint has produced 4,000 coins. You know what's interesting about all of this? Those coins were developed, interestingly enough, excuse me, let me just make sure that I have all of my notes correct here, in Pennsylvania, in the Malvern District, if you look into some of the details of where the coins were manufactured. Now, interestingly enough, I would like to thank Scott so very much for this, brother. This really puts the icing on the cake in my humble opinion. We'll see right over here. MapQuest.com, we see the Vanguard Group, again, BlackRock, Vanguard, and of course, BlackRock and Vanguard, this is in Pennsylvania, just one of their offices, but they're partnered up with, again, BlackRock Neurotech, the leader in brain-computer interface technology. 34 people around the world have an implanted brain-computer interface. 31 of them use BlackRock technology. Oh, how, con how, uh, how convenient, so to speak, right? Now... Now, if we head over here, theparanormalist.org, flaming UFO over Canada, February 28th, 2022, just a few days ago as of the time I'm recording this. Again, do we think this is a coincidence? This appeared in Quebec. Now, here's what gets even more, I guess you could say, creepy, so to speak. The craft, the flaming craft over Quebec appeared over an office called Cube uh, Subsidiaries. All right. Now, it's very difficult to find out in what this Cube subsidiaries based in Quebec is all about. It's just a bunch of numbered companies that eventually goes overseas. All right. Normally, I don't mention this stuff in a public episode, but I, I, I wanted to really push the limits here today. Take a look at this, though. Pennsylvania Corporate Cube Center. Cube Headquarters. 5 Old Lancaster Road, Melv Malvern, Pennsylvania. Cube Construction Services. LLC, Pennsylvania. The Cube Corporation. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Interestingly enough, what we'll find is, let me just make sure that I have my notes here. Yes, thank you. Is that the Malvern Postal District in Pennsylvania, all right, in which we'll find a lot of these businesses reside, is less than half a mile from the Vanguard compounds, which also has a corporate center called Cube. 
I'd like to thank Scott so very much for this. Scott, brother, uh, I'm not sure if you even knew to the extent in which it reached, but it goes very deep. Now, going back to the concept of Devil's Gate, here's what we're going to find very, very interestingly enough here is that according to interestingengineering.com, February 26, 2022, in the last week as of the day I'm recording this, again, this is how they sort of cover it up while there's a big distraction of the of the of war going on. And I, I don't want to, uh, no disrespect to those that are uh, allegedly actually dying on, on the battlefield. I Again, just because things things are a theater or distraction doesn't mean innocent people don't suffer as i say in the kraken but we see here an energy company plans to dig 6 to 12 miles to make geothermal energy accessible to all digging deep enough could unlock near limitless clean energy how convenient you don't think that they already have this underground they, they this is not in my humble perspective they can't do this because the deep underground military bases and networks are already there Oh, how convenient, isn't it? Now, the reason I bring this up is because this energy company plans to do this and dig these tunnels, just like Elon Musk's boring machine, to connect the Devil's Gate, to connect thing, uh, the Cube corporations in Pennsylvania, all right? To make the connections with the wet works, um, I guess you could say, action or gesture that Pelosi took that activated the ethereal software. But here's the thing, folks. They're already all connected. They're already all connected. Just my opinion. I'm not saying this is factual. Just my opinion. Again, and we know this because, take a look at this. Quantummagazine.org. Most complete simulation of a cell probes life's hidden rules. A 3D digital model of a minimal cell leads scientists closer to understanding the barest requirements for life. I mean no disrespect to the scientists that are actually making progress on the surface and that are not um, privy to the secret knowledge that is being suppressed and hidden for God knows how long at this point. But they know this. They already know this. Again, this goes back to fractals. This goes back to, oh, now all of a sudden we are understanding more and more how life is comprised. How convenient this would suit so perfectly not only BlackRock and Vanguard's Neurotech AI, but also the Centaur program as well. How convenient. Not only that, but to dig even deeper on the angle that they don't want us to allegedly uh, you know, consider, if you will, is, again... The Devil's Gate, the underground networks that connect all of this using this energy company. And it doesn't have to be this particular one. But again, it's the same tactics they use over and over and over. And one other photo I'd like to share again is this right over here. To refresh our minds uh, about the uh, wet work symbol that Pelosi seemed to give, right? I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if she's fully human anymore. But we see here. If we zoom in a little bit, at the State of the Union, President Biden said, go get him. At the same State of the Union, Pelosi made a very odd hand gesture during a point in the speech that certainly didn't call for a gesture. All right. The gesture she made is the gesture for bath or think wet. Right. WikiLeaks revealed that Podesta sent an email calling for some wet works. Four days later, Justice Scalia was dead. All right. Now, again, my point at the bottom here, Nancy's hand gesture wasn't random or benign. I believe she was putting in a calm for wet works on Putin. Again, take that as you will. And interestingly enough, we find here coming out just in the last few days, according to TechExplore.com, how convenient that if again, I'm not trying to make this political, but say Putin were to be taken out or not just him, but in general, artificial intelligence listens to the sound of healthy machines. Interesting, isn't it? ETH researchers have now developed a new machine learning method that automatically detects whether a machine is healthy or requires maintenance. 
Whether railway wheels or generators in a power plant, whether pumps or valves, they all make sounds. You can tell if they're healthy or not. Interesting. You, you don't even need to just do this or apply this to a human. You can also apply this to the energy company. Mm, interesting, isn't it? Now, take a look at this. Again, development of a diamond, uh, techexplore.com, development of a diamond transistor with high hole mobility. Using a new fabrication technique, NIMS has developed a diamond field effect transist transistor with high hole mobility, which allows reduced conduction loss and higher operational speed. Hydrogen plasma. Again, you'd be able to insert plasma intelligence, as we see here. Let me magnify the image to be able to create, again, this overall concept of ethereal software merging into the Centaur AI hybridization program. Okay, now, finally, take a look at this. This was the feature story of February 24th, just a handful of days ago. TechExplorer.com, again, study shows that individual neurons could learn by predicting future activity. Oh, hmm, interesting. Look at this. In recent years, computer scientists have been trying to create comp computational tools that artificially recreate the functions and processes of the human brain. Researchers at the Canadian Center for Behavioral Neuroscience in Lethbridge, Canada, have recently carried out a study investigating how individual neurons learn and make predictions about the future. All right, we see here, and I quote, Neuroscience is now at the stage that biology was at before Darwin. It has a myriad of detailed observations, but no single theory explaining the connections between them. Oh, you mean, again, like allegedly Sir Roger Penrose's quote-unquote fringe theory or controversial theory of microtubules? Thus, the big quest in neuroscience is to find unifying principles to explain how the brain works. Our work was aimed at contributing to this quest, and quote. How could a neuron predict the future? I'm not a physicist, I'm not a neuroscientist, but how would a neuron be able to predict the f uh, future activity without having some sort of ethereal software entropic mechanism or apparatus um, naturally birthed within it. Maybe I'm wrong, but again, notice how this is all coming out relative to the convenient timing of very, very interesting uh, uh, shifts in paradigms and in, in various industries and beliefs, so to speak, all around the world. So, with that being said, let me just uh, bring my uh, face full screen here, if you'll excuse me, folks. With that being said, I hope you folks enjoyed this episode. I know that it may have been a little bit confusing, but overall, let me just sum it up, uh, generally speaking. We're seeing a multifaceted operation relative to where these cubes are being placed, uh, perpendicular and parallel, to an underground network that is attempting to merge hybridization of ethereal software, and we see on the surface the symbols and sort of cryptic messages being used to activate a certain protocol occurring not just esoterically, but underground as well, literally, within anywhere from 2 to 20 miles underground, and if we go deeper than that, then you're talking subterranean networks that's different from the deep underground military bases, but you get the gist of it. Now, with that being said, I hope I wasn't um, overly confusing, so to speak, and we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers.